Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back. What's good, family, and welcome to another episode of the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We are coming live to you from Exit 6 Studios, live from our new studio in Chester, PA. This episode is sponsored by Ali Rodriguez public relations family i am jimmy bonds your host along with my co-host ty ty what's good to how you feeling all good in the neighborhood jimmy live from the 215 and you know i can't forget my other co-host the lovely miss t with the t she's not here with us today but she's always here with us in spirit and she has some questions for our guests tonight she wanted to make sure i asked them so i make sure i will anyway family moving right along you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244 again that's 844- 844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, family, to also follow us on Instagram at Jimmy Bonds Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Bonds. Make sure you join the Jimmy Bond Podcast Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. We continue to open the dialogue. Also, family, one more thing. Make sure you follow us on youtube go to our youtube channel make sure you subscribe you like you comment all that good stuff philadelphia radio youtube channel make sure you check it out we got some great things great music new artists coming out all that good stuff make sure you go check us out family always thank you for the support we're gonna move it right along family tonight 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 we have a great guest someone i was introduced to through our friend ali rodriguez she has a business family. Let me let me just get into something. Let me describe a little bit for you so you can you can get to know who she is, family. First and foremost, family, I like to call her a fixer, a connector. She's also a healthcare professional. She's an entrepreneur. She's inspiring. She's passionate. She's a wife. She's a mom. She's a certified matchmaker, and she loves God. And believe me, she also goes by the mantra of everybody deserves to be loved and to know love. She is the founder of Love Dynasty Matchmaking Dating Service. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Busola. Busola, thank you for coming on the show tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you guys for having me, man. When you were doing that introduction, I'm like, is that me? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that was a great introduction. That I had to look at myself like, whoo, they're talking about me. <laughs> That's love well, thank right you there. guys for having me. Thank you for the show of love. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. And it's love, it's, it's love season right now. So everything is love everywhere. I'm just excited. And thank you for showing me love. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That. Listen, I, you know, we close to Valentine's Day. So I was like, this is a perfect opportunity to have you on and talk yes, about sir. these things. Not necessarily talk about relationships per se, but more talk about you and your business and what you do and how you go about it. So kicking it right off. Why did you start Love Dynasty Matchmaking Dating Service? So the reason why I started the Love Dynasty, because I'm firstly, I found love with my husband. As you said, I am married and I found love with my husband in an unconventional way. So and I just figured, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of single people that I talk to and they're just very they've given up on love and they just, you hear people say, you know what, there's no body out there for me. You know, love Mm -hmm. is overrated. I can't find anybody. Mm -hmm. I've tried this. I've tried that, you know, and a lot of people have just given up on love. And I'm like, you know what, there is a lot of love out there. You just have to be able to find the right person for you. And you have to be able to have the right, right mindset to be able to find that love. And for me, my love story and journey he started off in an unconventional way. My husband and I met on a dating website and I am from Nigeria. That is something I had never, ever done before. Mm. You know, I'm used to the traditional way of finding love. Maybe you meet somebody at a church or at a party or a friend of a friend or whatever. But when we met online, it was totally new to the both of us. We both had never, ever tried something like that before. I'm not even going to lie. When I first met him, I lied about myself because I was so skeptical. I lied about my name. I lied about what I did. I lied about my age just because I had that anxiety. Like you have people tell you, look, there's some crazy people out there. But I was so scared. But you know what? I had to tell myself 
to get outside of my normal box. Get outside I have to step out of my normal box and yeah. try something new. And I was open-minded. So that's one of the reasons why I started the Love Dynasty. I want to be able to bring hope back into people's minds to let them know that, look, that love that you want, it exists and it is out there. Just like when we're looking for a job, we may go through an agency or a, a go through a recruiter. So a matchmaker is sort of like a recruiter as well. You tell them what you want and they find it for you. But also with a little bit of coaching and leading you in the right path as well to be able to find that love that you're looking for. I think that's a fantastic analogy for what you do, but also for really it is for finding love. It's kind of the same thing. You're going through a recruiter or somebody that's, that, that has the connections to put you in the positions to meet the person that you want to meet. Yes, sir. Now I'm listen. I so I'm gonna tell you right now, and our family, I'm putting it out there. I am down on love these days. I am not <laughs> one of these cats. Is like, yeah, love. Like, I'm like, I'm done with it right now. For See, right now, for for right and, now, and it's understandable because. Our experiences and our journey in life, that's what shapes us, right? That's what shapes our mindset. And it's understandable because for whatever reason, your experience or whatever your story may be, you may have given up a love, but guess what? You can redeem yourself. It doesn't mean just because you didn't find love with that person doesn't mean you cannot find love in the future or with the right person. That's real. It just means that person just wasn't meant for you and you weren't meant for them and you keep it moving. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I mean, I'm, I'm, I ain't going to share no extra business. I'll leave you right there. <laughs> Todd, you got a question? Well, go ahead, man. Go ahead, ask your question. Ms. Basula, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Mr. Todd. How are you, sir? I am doing well. I am doing well. So here's what I would like to know and everybody else. What was it like with your first matchmaking experience? The two couples that you brought together or the couple that you brought together? What was that like? So... Before I even started doing this professionally, like I'd been doing this, like it's just, I was just fascinated with love bringing two people together. So it was something that I'd just been, that I've done even when I was younger, like in college and high school, like I was just see somebody, I say, look, you're single, here's single, come on, let's match you guys together. And they would date and all of that stuff. So, but getting certified just made me more professional about it. And I was able to gain the knowledge and, and, the, and to be able to understand the professional aspect of being a matchmaker. So it wasn't even, even after I certified, it wasn't something new to me because it's something that I've always been used to. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm very passionate about love. I'm very passionate about healthy relationship. And especially with my foundation as a Christian, that is what I preach all the time. My husband, sometimes he'll be like, babe, you need to calm down. I'm like, no, you already know. This is what I'm passionate about. So it wasn't really something new to me. So what is the certification process like? I mean, I've never, I'm not sure about it. So can you explain it to us? So the certification process is they teach you all the rudiment of being a matchmaker, um, what you need to know about it and how to get your clients and pretty much how to direct your clients in the right path of finding the love. So the process was almost like a six month process for me going through the training also came with assignments that we had to do as well. And then at the end of the day, you have to put like a business plan together and your trainer or your, um, your professor has to check you off. So your first... it's just like going to school. I mean, go, it's, it's just like going to school and getting some kind of certification program. It, it was the same thing. Everything requires knowledge. And even though you have that knowledge, I mean, knowledge is power and you can never stop learning. Now, do you I know you you do matchmaking for business people or is that anyone? So I, I, I do matchmaking for, for professionals. Uh, my niche market is mainly African professionals, but um, that, that's my main niche. But I do it for anybody that's looking for a lot. Hey, Todd, Todd took my question. I was going to ask the same. Like, what, what was your demo? <laughs> like, who, who was your demographic? No, but it's okay. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That means we, we, we think in the same way, Todd. We think in the same way. All right, now listen, this is, this is from my co-host, T. She couldn't make it tonight, but she wanted to make sure I asked you these questions. Hi, T. How are you? <laughs> so, she um, so she wanted to ask how how has the pandemic affected your line of work with dating? So the pandemic, um, it, it I won't really say it has affected it, or, or it has affected it a little bit, just because, of course, you know, we're not able uh, during the pandemic, we weren't able to go out as much. We weren't able to meet 
in person. So it affected people going out on dates and actually meeting physically in person. So that's how I would say that it has affected them. But where there is a well, there's always a way, just like we're having this meeting. I mean, we set up Zoom dates for people. And then when they get comfortable enough to be able to meet each other, and then we coach you through that as well, making sure that either that person is vaccinated or making sure that they haven't come in contact with people um, that, that had COVID-19, or if you are going to meet, make sure that you're, you're following COVID-19 precautions and things like that. So that that's how it has kind of affected it a little bit, but some people in the midst of staying at home and, and being bored, they'd rather be on a Zoom date with someone. And that's real. That's real. <laughs> Definitely yes, people, people need that connection with, with the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, everyone's been so isolated in so many different ways, whether it's from work, home, family, you know, that, that, that you still need that connection. Let me ask you this question. I, I've, I've read what type of services or things that you, that you do at the business. Tell me, what would you define in today's world as courtship? That, that's a very good question. So let me say that courtship is totally different from dating. Yeah. Dating is relational. Meaning that I'm meeting you, we're having a conversation, I am trying to get to know you, you are trying to get to know me, and we're trying to figure out if our values are aligned with each other, if our visions are aligned. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get to the point of courting, that means you have both come into an agreement after knowing each other that, you know what, we have some things in common, our values, our lives, our journey in life, our, our vision aligns together. So now we can start courting. We can start being in a relationship that can potentially lead to marriage. So that for me is what defines courtship from dating. I think that's a great way to kind of separate dating and courtship. You know, people don't, <laughs> I remember my mom used to be like, you know, you gotta, you, you have to, you have to court these women. I'm like, what do you mean courtship? What are yeah. you talking about? Like, what, what is yeah, that? Dating like doesn't old... equal courtship because no. just because you went on a date with someone once or twice doesn't mean that we're in a relationship or we're courting each other. So, but a lot of people get that mistaken just yeah. because someone take you out on a date or because you've been talking to someone for a month or two, it automatically means that you're courting them or you're in a relationship. No, you have to define that. And that means that you both both have to be in agreement and cons and consent to being in a relationship with with each other. I can, I and can your values have to align. I can definitely understand it. Go ahead, Ty. I know, go ahead, Ty. Quick question on that. Do you think a lot of couples do it in reverse? They court each other first and then they start to define the, define the relationship? And that's what causes I think they problems? Do. Yeah, exactly. I think they do because a lot of people... When you get to that point where you don't define what you want, because because first of all, when you when you want to like dating, um, courting and dating, it's a process. You have to you have to have the right mindset to be able to go into dating, and meaning that you have to know what you want and what you're looking for. I feel like sometimes a lot of people don't know what they really want. They don't even know themselves. They probably haven't found themselves. They haven't found their own identity. They're not comfortable with who they are before they start going out and dating. And so that's why it kind of Seems like it goes in reverse because automatically just because you're vibing with this person or you feel like you have chemistry with this person it automatically means that you're courted. And then at the end of the day, that's where the heartbreaks come in because one person may not be fully in hundred percent and the person and the other person may be like, Oh, I thought we were courting already. And it wasn't so because the relationship was not fully defined from the beginning. And that's why we have a lot of problems nowadays. And yeah, we do have a lot of problems out here, don't we? People, people doing everything backwards. <laughs> They, they ain't doing it the right way. They not. They're not. Let me ask you this one. I have this philosophy that social media has killed relationships. It kills them. It 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 does not assist them the way that you would think, right? So in terms of 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 what you do for your business with Love Dynasty, yeah. has social media played a role in how you match your clients? So I would say in a way, yes, and in a way, no. Because social media, as like I said, you have to you have to know yourself. You have to have found yourself before you actually go out there. Because there's a difference between having a relationship versus having a healthy relationship that could lead to marriage. So it depends on what you want and your mindset and whatever it is that you're feeding yourself. If you if you let social media play a part in that, it's gonna play a part in your relationship. But when you're grounded, when you know who 
you are and you know what you want, it doesn't matter what social media, what's going on on social media. You are going to be able to set those boundaries for what you want to go after and for what you want in your life. So it just depends on that, on, on each individual. And I, I was thinking somewhat that, you know, maybe you turn people away who are not grounded or know themselves enough to match with some of your clients. Do you ever have that issue? I, I have had that issue. And I, because when, when I, when I interview clients from talking to them and asking them questions, because our services is about getting to know you personally. And there's, there are some people that feel like they are ready, but in, in actuality, they really are not ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They may have convinced themselves that they're ready, but when you want a healthy relationship, you have to be able to put in the work. It takes two and you have to be able to do what it takes to be able to sustain that relationship. So yeah. sometimes when I feel like you're really not ready and your mindset is not right, I'm sorry, the service may not be for you because our service is geared toward marriage minded individuals that really want a, a lasting relationship. Right, don't. It's don't, not for those people that want to be in a situationship. No, but they're right, not really. right. <laughs> don't don't go to Love <laughs> Dynasty trying to be like I'm just trying to meet some people. Not, people not for them. hookups, no, because <laughs> the people, our our clients, and the people that comes to us, they're really serious and they want to be in our relationship, and it's just not fair for them because if they're going to be able to put in the work and go through the process and be open minded and be able to trust the process, then it's only fair for them to match them with someone who is able to meet them at that same level. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, Ty. And after your question, we'll take a quick break. Go ahead, Ty. Just a quick question. Can you tell if someone is not ready for the matchmaking process? Yes, you can definitely tell. Especially so when you're talking to somebody, oh, that don't really know what they want. When you when you ask them a particular question, because again, we're all shaped by our experiences. And we go through so many things in life. However, how you've been able to overcome that challenge, what you've learned from it and how you've grown from it is what's really going to tell if you're really ready to be in that relationship or not. Nobody's ever perfect. So you also have to be willing to grow and learn as well. There are some people that would come with, with I, I've had clients that said, oh, I want somebody with a figure. Hey, I want this. But is that really what is going to sustain your relationship? I think that's all. It's not realistic. It's just exactly. It's just what you, what you think you want. I, you know, what I go about I go about saying it's not what you want. It's what you need. What, what you need. What You're you absolutely need. right. A lot of times, it's, it's what you what need you, that make you, you better. want because you think you want this, but that's really not what you need. Yeah. Because if you yeah. have that mindset of having that healthy, long lasting exactly. relationship, then we're gonna give you what you really need, and that's where the coaching aspect comes in. I think you you it sounds like you're a great coach. It sounds like you you really sit down with your clients and really help them. I, I guess, I guess initially what you're really doing is kind of doing the psychotherapy kind of, uh, like, you know, analyzing them really in, in depth, not just surface wise. You're really talking to them to get to know what type of person they are to, to match them with the type of people that you think they should match with. I mean, now, it, it's not, it's not my, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to choose for you, Yeah, but cause at the end of the day, the ultimate decision lies within you. Yeah. So, however, we're going to coach you in the right direction. And that's what it's, that's exactly what it sounds like. That's exactly what it sounds like. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. Family, we Not are right now interviewing Miss Busola from Love Dynasty Matchmaking and Dating Service. She has given us the spew. She's telling us about her, her ins and outs of her business. I'm loving it. I'm digging it. I'm digging her energy, family. So, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Remember, family, you call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com again it's jimmy bonds podcast at gmail.com that's j-i-double-m-y-b-o-n-d-s podcast at gmail.com you'll listen to the jimmy bonds podcast on philadelphia radio we'll be right back hey this is michael from upper darby listen to the jimmy bonds podcast on every radio welcome back to the jimmy bonds podcast on philadelphia radio we thank you for listening Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com.
And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And family, we are right now, we're interviewing a beautiful soul, Miss Busola from Love dynasty matchmaking and dating service she has given us her business she's telling us about her story family and it's lovely it's dope i think everybody should should pay attention to what she's saying because i think it's very in-depth and it's it's very introspective because she's talking about how people sometimes are not ready for dating or not ready to be matched but you know we i'm, I'm gonna let her talk i'm i'm, I'm trying i ain't trying to steal a thought yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> you know I, I, one question i wanted to ask you now listen you can you can you can answer this if you like, or you don't have to answer this if you like. But okay. We're not going to name any names whatsoever, okay? Okay. What was your most proudest moment in matchmaking? What did you, have you ever matched a situation where you were like, I'm so glad I put that together? One of my most proudest moments. So when I matched a couple and at the end of the date, so it, and, and it wasn't even a physical date. Their first day was on a Zoom date. So they were on that date for four hours. Yes, sir. They were on that date for four hours. Zoom date for four and hours. On yes. a Zoom date for four hours in the middle of the pandemic. And then after the first date, they decided, because after we set them up on the date, then we do like a post call with them just to see how the date went and everything. They both had great feedback about themselves and they both decided that they wanted to. And they didn't even wait for me. They both took each other's numbers on the date so <laughs> and then they went on a physical date i mean like after the first date i was texting his like i think she might be the one you did an ah, awesome job matching us together yeah. like for me i felt like oh my god i mean like it was such a gratifying moment for me because i was I was like, this is the reason why I, I do what I do. Yeah. Just to be able to bring two souls together, yeah. you know, and for them to be able to build something and journey through this life together is so gratifying. I mean, if you if you sit on and talk to somebody you just met for four hours, that, four means, hours. that means when you sat down and looked at them on Zoom, the first time you saw them, you were like, yeah, I, this looks like I'm definitely going to have yeah. a conversation. So when you had, you exactly. had a conversation and you realized it matches and went on for four hours, I mean, four hours, if you talk to somebody that you really dig in four hours could seem like 30 minutes. Exactly. You know, so because it, it's like at that point you have a connection, yes. you have a chemistry yes. and it kind of feels like you've known this person for a long time. It doesn't feel like you're talking to a stranger. Yes. Yes. And I mean, these were the feedbacks that I got from them too. So <laughs> that's dope. That's so dope. Okay. So now I've asked you about your proudest moments. Have you had any moments where you've been like, yeah, I learned my lesson on this one. So yeah, of course. I mean, because this is being real and with any business and, and we saw it because even with matchmaking, sometimes you can match two people that look so great together on paper, but what's really going to matter is that person's character when they come, how they show up when they come on that date. So I had an, um, a couple where they were, they really liked each other. However, when she went on a visit, when she went on a date with the person, she just didn't like how he treated the waiter. She didn't like how he treated the waiter. So I can't teach you character. Right. I can't teach a person how to be. I mean, we can direct you, but at the yeah. end of the day, it's your character that is going to show forth. You know, being nice to people really matters. I, I mean, I think character goes a long way in, in relationships, just period. I mean, it any really kind of relationship, if, if it's business, if it's friends, if it's, you know, romantic character is like number one. Yes, because you can tell me who you are all day long. You can say this. You can speak about yourself greatly about yourself, but you can show me better than you can tell me. Yes. <laughs> so yes, it's your character, and it's the actions that speaks louder than words. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm big on actions. I believe I don't even want to talk about it. Let me just show you. Let me show you. <laughs> exactly. Let me show you. Go ahead, Tom. Miss Basolo. You're dealing with different people from different walks of life. Again, different characters, different backgrounds. Do you have do's and don'ts for your clients? I do. Hmm. <laughs> so, and, and, <laughs> and especially, I think initially, so when I first started, 
I expected for people to be adults, you know, because we're adults and we know what's right from wrong. But at the end of the day, you realize that some people really need to be coached and some people really need street rules and regulations and guidelines in place. So they'll be so so they can act right. So not not that we're teaching we're, we're treating you like a child, but sometimes some of those things are going to end up burning you because you're not going to find love that way. So for me, I had to sit down and re-strategize and actually put those guidelines in place that, you know what, no, as a Christian, I mean, and at the end of the day, it's your decision. But if you are dating someone, no sex, remove sex out of the way completely because you want to have a clarity of mind. You want to have a clear mind to be able to deal with that person because immediately you introduce sex and you initiate sex and that relationship, your judgment becomes clouded and you're no longer reason with the right mind. And I know some people are going to say, well, I'm saying averagely. I know some people are going to say, well, I met my husband on the first day and we had sex and we're still together. But if you put a percentage together, how many people or how, well, what's the, what's the percentage of people that that really worked for? Cause at the end of the day, you really need to know who you are dealing with. You really need to know if this is the person that you want. No sex until you are in a monogamous relationship with that person. Take that's, that out of the window. That's, that's a tough one right there, boy. And the reason why I said that, because I've had that happen to one of my clients within their Two, I think it was either after two or three times they met, they they started having sex, and I didn't even know. Of course, I didn't know, and they didn't tell me this. So they talked for maybe a month and a month and a half, and then the guy started ghosting her. Oh, he was inconsistent. He, I mean, you know, so initially I was like, wait, what's going on? And I would talk to the guy and the guy would tell me, yeah, we good. We're fine. We're everything is good. And I would talk to the woman and she would tell me, no, he's not picking up my calls. He's not calling me. If he tells me he's going to call me, he never calls back. And in my mind, I'm like, wait, what's going on? Doing so dirty. later Doing on dirty. through coaching, that's when I found out that they had had sex with each other, probably on the second date. So now you get your heart broken because things are going fine. You like this person. Your heart is in it. Your body is in it. And probably your resources and your energy is already in this relationship. Mm. And now this guy is gone, especially when you guys have not defined the kind of relationship you have. Again, yeah. doing this in reverse because you are just in that dating stage. Dating stage is supposed to be relational, having conversation, finding out if you have the same shared values, finding yeah. out if this person's character is the kind of person that you want to build life with. If this right. is the person you want to journey through life with, but you had sex with that person without even finding all those things out. They they like they already dipping in the cookie jar. <laughs> already in exactly. the cookie jar. They and of course, that was not the matchmaker. And then I had to find out until months later. And I'm like, oh. They, they left okay. you out the loop on purpose. Now, don't, 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 don't tell Bucella that we that we doing <laughs> this, okay? Because if she found out, so, she's going to be talking about, no, we ain't going to be clients anymore. But that's not to say there's there's some relationship that happens and, and that, you know, maybe they had sex on the first or second date and don't end up working. But statistically, how many of those relationships actually end up working? Up? No, they, they don't. They don't. <laughs> And when you, so when we're, the, we're we're just being real, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that they they don't work out. I mean, I mean some sometimes they do, but they, sometimes, they, but statistically it's a speaking, very, it's a very low percentage of probably of like those three three percent out of out of all of them. Out of all of them, exactly. And, and, and let me, and you, you you mentioned a word uh, when you were telling that story about ghosting. That's that's like the new. It's not even a new thing because it's, it's I'm gonna say ghosting is maybe about four years old. Everyone talks about ghosting. I mean, it's happened happening forever. They finally get mm-hmm. into it, right? Um, did you you know there's a thing called cockroaching now too? Did you hear about that? Cockroaching? Yeah. I, I didn't know about that. I, I'm learning something new tonight. So okay, tell me so, what that so is. cockroaching pretty much is when you're dating somebody and you know you don't know a lot about them or you you know you're you're dealing with or whatever, but you know, like you turn on the lights. And all the cockroaches come out. Yes. So the cockroaching is pretty much you you finding out more that this person has other lovers other than Ooh. you. 
<laughs> so therefore, people are being cockroached on a regular basis. People are being ghosted on a regular basis. But but guess what though? It's not that person that's cockroaching you's fault. It's your fault. Because you put yourself in that kind of situation. And that's why I said earlier that people really need to understand the difference between dating and courting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. People don't want to court, though. People don't people, want to take the time to if, do it. If, if, if you don't want to court, that, and that's, that, that, that's why you have to know yourself. You have to have your non-negotiables. Because at the end of the day, from the beginning, we see these things. Mm-hmm. We see we see those inconsistencies. We see those lies. We see those unfaithfulness. We see the times that he said he's going to call and he doesn't call. We see the time that he said, oh, he he's somewhere or he shows up late or this. And sometimes and sometimes you have to put yourself first. Yeah, for sure. And stop making excuses for that other person. So if you already know what you want and know your non-negotiables, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. these are things that I'm not going to compromise on, especially if you want that healthy relationship. Now, let me ask you this question. You said you met your husband in an unconventional manner. Yes. From meeting your husband, did you feel like, well, put it this way, from the experience you had meeting your husband, was it like one of those things where I, you wanted everyone to feel this kind of same type of love that you have or same type of relationship rather? Or was it more just like this was something you always wanted to do? So it was more like I want people to step out of their box and try something new when it comes to dating. You did say that. Because yeah. I took a chance not knowing where it would lead me, not knowing how it was going to end, but I just took a chance. And when I, when, when I met my husband, he was not the first person I met, you know, I met another person and I didn't even go for my husband. I went with somebody else. I went with the other person. The other person was my first choice. Was it, was it looks, was it looks, was it, it wasn't even about looks. It was just because, so when, when, when my husband and I met, like I said, I lied about my age. I lied about my name. I gave him a totally different name. And I just told a lot about who I was. <laughs> but it, it, was, it wasn't really about looks. And then my husband, at that time, he had just come into the country from Nigeria. And I was just a little skeptical. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know if I really want to do this. But the other person, you know what the deal breaker was? was that? I went on that date for, with that first person. And the whole entire date, this guy talked about himself. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he one of those. He, he talked about himself the whole entire time. He's one but of those. I was, even though I had not given my husband a chance, but he wanted to get to know me, more about me. He was asking me questions and things like that. And he was consistent. Consistency is, is a, a very important he factor. He was consistent. And he was a man of his word. Yeah. Like, when he took my number, he said, look, I just want us to take this off of this line. I'm not going to call you until you ask me to call you. Word. That's yeah. the character. Until you're comfortable to talk to me on the phone. So he just used to, we used to text and he would text me. One day I called him myself. I was like, look, I'm done with this chatting things. Let's just talk on the phone. Yeah. Taking the next step. Right. If he, if then my husband, if he told me, look, I'm going to call you back, he will call me back. If he didn't call me back, the next time we spoke, he would give me the reason why he did not call me. He would say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't call you because of this or whatever. He communicated every step of the way. If someone called him and we were on the phone and he put me on hold, when he, get, when he came back, he would tell me, oh, I'm sorry, this is the person that called me. So I didn't have to second guess. I didn't have to guess who you're talking to on the phone. Where you been? Who's talking to? I didn't have to guess any of that because he communicated every step of the way. And that gave you a sense of security. Am I, am I, am that I right? gave me a sense of security and it was easy for me to reciprocate that back to him. Yeah, definitely. Like before meeting him, I was someone that I didn't feel like I have to be, what's the word I'm looking for? I didn't feel like I had to be answerable to anybody. Yeah, like, I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just get up and go. I don't have to tell you where I'm going. Yeah. But he had to, there was a lot of things that he taught me based on like i just had to based on him leading by example no oh, no see you see that's how we got lead by example bro 
Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's really what people want. Like, it's not about what you say. It's really about what you do. It's about your actions. Actions speak louder than words, as they do. Yes, they do. Ty, I know you got another question, man. We go after your question. We we'll take a quick break. But go ahead, bro. Yes. Uh, so the question. Yes, sir. Being that you're firstborn, do you see any challenges with matchmaking men that are, I guess, coming over from Nigeria as opposed to the men that are already here? Um. Yes, absolutely. Just because. Um, a lot of women are skeptical as well. And oh. with any, yeah, a, a lot of women are skeptical with men that are coming from Nigeria or anywhere else, whether you're coming from Nigeria or any, it's, it's not only just about Nigerians, it's about anywhere else in, in, in the world as well, because they're a little skeptical about, we don't know if you're married or you got kids or something like that, or if you're no, we don't know how open and honest you really are about who you are. So, okay. but versus somebody that lives here, we have a little bit of jurisdiction for someone that lives in America because with our services, we also do background checks. I can't do a background check of someone that is out of the country, mm-hmm. you know? So that alone, if someone is here, kind of alleviates a little bit of their fear, knowing that we can do background checks on, on, our, on our clients and people that we are matching. But for someone coming from Nigeria, that fear, that anxiety is there about if they really are being truthful about who they are. I mean, that's that's a good question, because I, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, them background checks are key nowadays, though, because you <laughs> never know what you're getting, boy. You can be getting somebody. And, and apart from, you say? background checks, too, you have to check their credit score. Too. <laughs> you also have to check the other family members, too. You, you can find yeah. out some things from other family members, too. <laughs> members and so that's why even when we match you at the end of the day you still have to do your own due diligence to make sure that this is the person that you want to be with and I'm, I'm always thinking that's that's important i wish <laughs> i wish i could do background checks on some of these women i dated time <laughs> should have did it bro <laughs> i should have did it i don't know why i did i should have did it <laughs> but, but you know what it's it's in, in, in a way, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Talking about um, credit scores and credit checks and stuff. Sometimes some of your weakness, it, it's it's not even about your weakness. It's about how do you learn from it and how do you grow? Because yeah. I remember when, my, when I met my husband and we were just talking about our family dynamics, what kind of family we wanted to raise, how we wanted to raise our family. We talked about a lot of things. And I remember one day he asked me about my credit score and my credit score was bad. It wasn't like bad, bad, but it it wasn't good. So because I was ashamed of that, I really didn't want to tell him. He was like, just tell me. I mean, what is it? And my my husband is like, he comes from a finance background. So he's very proficient in that department. So he was like, just tell me what your credit score is. And I was like, so I kind of said it. Even in, a, in in a, in annoyance, because I was like, why are you asking me about my credit score? But guess what? He has been a blessing because he's helped me become a better person. Yeah. He's helped me build my credit score. He's like, no, you can't be with me. I have a bad credit score. We're yeah. going to have to do something about it. So sometimes those things that are your weakness, sometimes if your partner is really for you, yeah. It can turn it into positivity for you That's and help yeah. you become a better person. Yeah. So yeah. don't ever be afraid of being vulnerable with somebody. Part of building a healthy relationship is be, being vulnerable. I think that's that was the key word that you said just now, vulnerability. People do not like being vulnerable. We do not like exposing things about us that make us uncomfortable <laughs> for ourselves. Yeah. So we, we, that, yeah, that being vulnerable is, you know, and even as men, <laughs> even as men i'm laughing because i i can hear i can hear my my wife just yelling at me being like it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to be vulnerable <laughs> it is because vulnerability builds trust yeah exactly and when you don't when you don't be when you're not vulnerable when you don't you can't trust it, that's that's exactly what it is that's exactly you what can't it is trust. So you have to be vulnerable you have to be open and yeah. you shouldn't be with someone that you can't trust that's real that's real. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be with anybody you can't trust. I mean, you family members, friends, or nothing. You shouldn't be with mm-hmm. them. Just around them in any vicinity. You can't trust them. Don't be with them. You can't trust them. You can't be with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people. There's some family members. They're your family. There's no you can do with you can. You can't do nothing about them. You can't defamily them. You can't. You can't denounce them. But you can deal with them from arm's length. You know. Yeah. You stay in your lane. I'm staying my lane. You stay over here. You stay over there. Right? <laughs> 
I'll stay over there. Well, you can deal with them from arm's length, but someone that you want to build life with, someone yeah. that you want to be with for the rest of your life and go through this journey of life with, you've got to be able to trust them. Yeah, trust is key. Trust is very key. Well, listen, fam, we're going to take a quick break because Musola's over here dropping some knowledge, dropping some bars, as I would say, dropping bars over here. Um, <laughs> well, fam, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's okay. 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com you'll listen to the jimmy bonds podcast on philadelphia radio we'll be right back hey this is michael from upper darby this is the jimmy bonds podcast on every day for your radio is it okay? i said it's the michael it is okay all right yeah this is reverend cc chicken wing and i love listening to the jimmy bonds podcast insightful thoughtful words that uplift the people Bring up knowledge to the people. That's the brother Jimmy Bonds right there. You can reach out to the brother too at the Jimmy Bonds podcast at gmail.com. This is Reverend CC Chicken Wink. Uh, yeah, uh, is the mic still on? This is okay. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And family, again, we're interviewing our sister, Busola, all the way from Houston, Texas. She is the founder of Love Dynasty Matchmaking Dating Service. And during the break, of course, family, we get into these conversations during the break, but she was dropping some knowledge. I told her something about myself and she decided to, you know, drop some knowledge. So I'm just going to kind of rewind the conversation a little bit. I was talking about being vulnerable and how I wasn't vulnerable within my marriage. And that kind of was part of the downfall. She, What were you expressing? And what was your response to me saying that? So so what I was saying is there's there's a passage in the Bible that says that be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. We constantly, for you to have a healthy relationship, whether with your spouse, whether with your family, we constantly have to renew our minds. And renewing our minds, meaning that we have to unlearn some of the things that we've learned from when we were young. You know, how many times have you heard maybe your father or somebody would have told you that, you know, you can't be too open with women. You can't trust man too much. You can't do this. You in order for you to build a healthy relationship, you have to start on learning that and start renewing your mind with new knowledge. If you got to research, if you got to surround yourself with great examples of what you're trying to become, that's part of renewing your mind. That's part of renewing it because you want to do better. You can't mirror your life based on those bad examples. We have to shift our mind and start renewing our minds to be better within ourselves. So that's what I was saying. She's dropping bars, family. And as you can see, like, so renewing your mind, like, yeah, I'm digging that. Like, I'm not ready to be renewed yet. I got to get rid of some things. (laughs) Because it's from you renewing your mind that transformation comes in because when you start renewing your mind then you're transformed you become a new person you no longer do what you were doing before you're now doing something better or you know better than what you were before you're now a new person yeah yeah so and especially in the in in the african-american community or in the black community where marriages are not sustaining anymore people are divorcing it's because of some of so some of the things we've heard from back in the days of how people did marriage back then, you can't trust, you can't do this, you can't do that. But until you get to that point where you start renewing your mind and say, look, I want to be better. I want a better 
I want to be a better person. I want a better life for myself. I want a better marriage. I want a healthy marriage. That's when you can actually be transformed. I'm, I'm going to take that advice, Musola. Yes, sir. I'm going to take that advice and I'm probably thinking about it. And I'm taking it too because nobody's perfect. I'm constantly learning every day. So, and I'm glad you said that nobody's perfect because sometimes we get in relationships, people want you to be perfect. No. And it's like, no, nobody's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes or everyone is imperfect in their own kind of way, you know? And yeah, I mean, I've, boy, you you over here, Ty, you see me tongue tied over here. Like, I'm I'm just (laughs) like, yes. I'm like, yo, man, this this is what it is, what it is. But go ahead, Ty, go ahead. Yes. So, I mean, you touched on a few things there. And one of the things I feel as though, is that there's a science to, to, to a number of things, like mm-hmm. economics. There's a science to economics. I feel as though there's a science to relationships. Yes, Do you sir. feel as though there's a science to relationships that a lot of us are not taught about, but through your matchmaking, you're actually giving some of that science or information to people? So one of the things that I have learned recently that I'm also incorporating and I will also like to incorporate with some of my clients as well is, you know, the frontal part of our, the frontal lobe of our brain, the frontal part of our brain, which is responsible for effective reasoning. It doesn't start developing or doesn't come to fully develop until an average age of 24 to 26. So if you kind of think about it and just kind of think about your life as when you were like 21 or from 21 to the age of 24 or 25 till now, some of the things that you wanted in a woman or in a relationship at that time is now totally different Different. from what you want now. Because at that time, the frontal part of our lobes that is responsible for effective reasoning and rationalizing has not fully developed. And that's why you see some people that probably got married early and I'm not saying all of it. There's some people that got married early and their marriage is blossoming and there's bliss and they're doing fine. But there are a a number, a high number of people that probably got married. And then five years down the line, what they want then is now different from what they wanted when they got married. Now they've been able to fully come into who they are They've now realized their identity and the direction they want their life to go. So now their goals and their vision is now different from their spouse's vision. Mm. So I think it's very important for people to know that, that when we are at that age, what we really need to be doing is finding ourselves, developing ourselves, you know, acquiring skills so that when we do get to that point where that from a part of our brain is fully developed and we know who we really are, then we have clarity. We have a moment of clarity to be actually able to decide, okay, this is what I want. This is the kind of guy that I want. This is the kind of woman that I want. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Yes. So the other thing would be, um, do you feel as though women look into relationships based on security? Like they're looking for security when it comes to a relationship. Of course, because for 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 a lot of women, of course, you want to be in a relationship where where you feel secured. Now, security comes in different forms of ways. Some people go into a relationship for financial security, emotional security or whatever. So which aspect are you talking about? Are you talking about the financial security aspect or I mean, you I, know? Guess, I guess it would be I guess again, there's several of them. So, yeah, how do you how do you pinpoint even as a woman, how do you pinpoint? that security that you're looking for in a man and if he can provide that for you or not. So one thing we always have to understand is no, what you don't have, you can't get. And you have to, first of all, be secured within you, within yourself. If you're broken, you have to heal. You have to be secured within you. And that comes to finding yourself and being comfortable with who you are before you can put that expectation on someone else. I was going to ask you, do you have a podcast? No, sir, I do not have a podcast. No? Okay. All right, then. All right. Are you trying to tell me something? I'm just saying, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, Philadelphia Radio, Jimmy Boz, you know, (laughs) might fit in pretty well there. And I'm just saying. No, No, I I do not want to. I do not have a podcast, though. Okay. 
So, but for a, for a woman, you know, you, for anybody, even as a man or as a woman, you have to be secured with who you are first. Even as children of God, we have to know who we are in God and stand within our own authority, knowing fully where our identity before you can put that expectation on someone else. Of course, you want to be with someone that, you know, you feel secured and you someone that you feel can lead you, can someone that you can build life with. That person can I mean, no one can make you whole. You have to make yourself whole. Yeah, I mean that's that's that old thing to so know thyself, as they would say, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, but he he right. You you should start a podcast, but so I don't know if you ever thought about it. <laughs> he right. I mean, I mean, we we we're always a good place for you to come. You can always think about it, but I'm just saying, like, you have the way you breaking stuff down and the way that you're talking about it. Uh, I think people will benefit a lot from from what you from your insight and from your experience. Lord, <laughs> glory to God. Glory you know, to God. So, so just think about it. Just some something just think about it. It ain't gotta be this year, ain't gotta be next year, but just think about it. Cause it's, it, I think definitely you would be really good at it. Thank you. Opinion. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, and I definitely will put that into consideration. So so let me ask you this question. <laughs> so <laughs> first we're gonna talk about this. What do you love about matchmaking? I love being able to bring two people, two total strangers together. And they can build a life together, a life that's not perfect because you're never going to be perfect. You're not perfect. You're never going to have a perfect marriage, but a life that they can both show up every day, knowing that I have chosen this person to walk the journey of life with, and I'm going to be committed to this person. Just bringing back hope into the hearts of people that love exists and you can have that love that you want. You can have that healthy marriage that you want. That's what I love most about it. Because a lot of people have given up and, oh, love don't exist. You can't find this. But you really, really can. I mean, love is sweet, man. Love with love and marriage is can be sweet when you are with the right person. You gotta be with the right person at the right time. You You gotta gotta be be with the the right right person. person. You gotta be with the right marriage can really be sweet. It ain't gonna be sweet all the time. No, it ain't gonna be perfect all the time. No, but it can really be sweet. Like you don't have to. My philosophy is that every every morning I wake up, I just want to make sure I look at you and I know I, I made the right decision. Yes. Like that, that's that's my, my sense of wisdom. That's my way I Even on the day that you pissed yep. off at them as yep. hell. I still know I made but the right decision, right? I would still, exactly. Like yep. with my husband, he got on my nerves sometimes, but there's nobody I would rather do this life with than him. That's amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. So, mm-hmm. so you tell me what you love about matchmaking. What do you despise about matchmaking? What I despise about matchmaking is people that are not really serious. I can understand that. They don't come correct. You know, some people say, yeah, I want a relationship, but they're not really serious. They're not really ready. I can, I can definitely understand that. And, because, and, and there's some people out there that really want to toil with people's emotions and people's feelings. And nah, I'm not about that. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's a bunch of them out there that do that. And that's, I'm, yeah. I'm glad, but you, you find you have your, within your science or your keys, this is the way you kind of weed all that out. Yes, like yeah, exactly. we're not we're not doing this, okay? So you're you're not prepared. Go back home and get prepared, okay? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So okay, you know, I got I got one question, and then I'll make sure I get teased. Let me get teased question here first, so because I know she she's like Jimmy. Make sure you ask me my questions. <laughs> so sisters T with the T ask, what are you? What are you planning to do for your future endeavors with your business? Like, what are your plans for your business in the future? My plan is to. Bring love to the hearts of men and women, one at a time. But my plan is to expand. My plan is to continue to do what I do, what I'm doing right now, to be able to to even continue to gain more knowledge and to be able to impact lives. And especially for singles, because I am an advocate for healthy marriages and healthy relationships. So I want to be able to impact lives and just and and just teach people how the the, the right steps to take in having uh, the right partner for you or finding the right partner and, and having a healthy long lasting relationship. Uh, that's, that's my plan. That, that sounds like, that sounds like the plan. That sounds like what, what it is, what it's going to be. That, now this, this is, this is my question. This isn't something that's like serious. Do you, okay. 
Do you believe in Valentine's Day? I believe in Valentine's Day, but not. I don't believe in just setting one day apart just to celebrate love. That's my point. That's what we I'm saying. We should celebrate all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Every day, practically every day should be Valentine's Day. I mean, you don't do have to be every day, but you can choose whatever day that you want to celebrate your significant other. It so, don't have to be their birthday. It don't have to be, they don't have to be doing nothing, but you can just show them you appreciate them. Because that's what Valentine's Day is about. Right. Professing your love to someone, showing them how much you appreciate them, showing them how much you care and love them, telling them I love you. You're the one for me. You should, you can do that any time of the year, any day you can pick. So, so, but, but why do, why do people put so much emphasis? I mean, I know it's marketing. I know it's a, a marketing ploy. I understand that. But mm-hmm. you, you've heard so many times people get so upset about not getting something on Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day or not, you know, something not being done on Valentine's Day. Why, why do you think that's such an important aspect to people? Because I think it's a communal thing. It's a societal thing. You mm-hmm. know, uh, society has placed so much emphasis on it that it has made that day so significant that if someone is not being celebrated on that day they feel you you could have celebrated me all year long but if you forget valentine's day yeah that means you <laughs> that may be hot maybe hot boy you, you ain't giving me no valentine's <laughs> day gift. It's, what? It's like i just got you your birthday gift two weeks ago what's wrong with you no. Well, it ain't my birthday to today. <laughs> I think it's just a societal thing. It's a communal thing, you know. It's something that the whole community and the society is doing. So you got to float with the boat. Yeah, you do. You, you got to float with I the boat. I think that's just it, just because we've placed so much importance and significance on it. Yeah. We, uh, women feel like if you don't do it that day, then some women, shoot, they fight their husband if you don't get them flowers or balloons or yeah, beer something. or something. Something. One, I mean, day, one I mean, Valentine's Day, I told my husband I had a big old teddy bear for what? Big teddy bear that I don't even use. I don't even know where that teddy bear is. That don't make no sense. I'm, I'm sure you don't, but it was just for that day, for that time. <laughs> but for just just for that day, yep. it makes sense that day. And after that day, I mean, but it's just us as women. That's what I. That's what I want to ask. Are you even gonna remember me doing this? This day, you, you, you gonna all the Valentine's days are gonna be mixed up in the one. And if I don't get you in on this one, you are gonna forget about the other stuff I did for you on know, other Valentine's days. So it's it's like it's like what's the point? What's the point? Now? But I, I understand. I do understand. That's kind of like that's just how women are in some ass. Some women, anyway, some women are. Yeah, like you that. know, women women can get very. We're very emotional people, and we're very sentimental too. So. Like sentiment, it's a sentimental moment. So, so, listen, <laughs> listen I, I, I'm glad you even said that because someone would be acting like I'm not emotional. No, I'm not. I'm not like that. And you're like, no, everybody, well, everybody has an emotional side to them. You yes, gotta we be all able do. To press. We all do. You just have to be able to press the right buttons. Yes, yes, very much so. Very much so. My husband would say, "Me, I come off as this tough, hard person." But deep down inside, you do something sentimental, I'll be over there crying and bawling. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you just act like you're tough, but you're not really that tough. Because you know how to press the right button. <laughs> Either to make me mad or to make me happy. What the- <laughs> I can dig it, though. I can dig it. Ty, listen, man, go ahead. I know you got one more question before we end. Go ahead, bro. What's next? I mean, where, where do you see yourself a year from now? A year from now, I yeah. pray and I hope, and 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 I'm speaking this is into existence that I continue to grow, um, that I continue to enlarge my database, continue to match more people, but not only that, that I also continue to learn, and you know, taking all the knowledge in, so that I can use it to impact others. That's what I want to do. That's what's next for me. I know before the pandemic, you know, I used to do like Instagram live sessions. And then after, during the pandemic, I had a baby. So I really want to get back into doing that again, just talking about all things, relationship, love and marriage and, and life in general. So I, I really hope to get back to doing that and, you know, just, just impacting people and, and, and just changing lives. And also through people's experiences and stories so that my life can be changed as well. That sounds like a podcast. Yes. (laughs) Not in the line of a podcast, because you know, with podcast, everything in life, consistency is key. 
So, but yeah. I mean, you guys are doing an awesome job. Awesome we, we, job. we appreciate it. We we definitely appreciate it. Listen, you have you have entertained us enough tonight, and you have given us a lot of your information as far as your business, but also as far as your life, and that's really what we wanted to do was really capture your business, but also capture what it is about you more than more than more even than your business because you know my, my philosophy on this one is I have philosophies on everything right my <laughs> philosophy on this one is it's not about it's not always about the business it's about who is behind the business and people buy more into the person than they do the business often and I feel like that that translates enormously through what everything you were saying um you have a lot of jewels you were dropping some bars you were giving us a lot of insight on things that that definitely, you know, I can take home and relate to. Um, I think Ty as well. And I know T, T feels the same way. And Wusola, you know, I'm I'm just ecstatic that you came on tonight and were able to share what you shared with us. And, you know, we were touched. I'm humbled by it. I really, really, really appreciate you for doing this tonight. I am incredibly honored. I'm incredibly honored. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, no, you, you you're awesome and dope. All those and everything up above. So thank thank <laughs> thank the good Lord for coming. You could come on tonight. What I was gonna ask you to do was actually make sure you plug your business so everybody knows where to find you and they can they can they can seek you out and, and get information and get on your database, all that good stuff. Yes. So our you can follow us on our website. Just go ahead and check us out on our website, www.thelovedynasty.com. On Instagram, it is the Love Dynasty underscore. And we're also on Facebook at the Love Dynasty. So please check us out if you if you or somebody that you know is looking for love, please fill out um, our database and somebody will reach out to you. We, we we just want to bring love into your hearts and into your homes and build healthy marriages. Healthy marriages. That's what it's all about. Healthy marriages. Healthy relationships and marriages. Healthy marriages make healthy families. Yes. That's what people need to know. Healthy marriages make healthy families. But family, tonight I've been extremely blessed with Sister Busola coming on tonight and sharing her story, sharing her business, the Love Dynasty matchmaking and dating service family it is great it is a great tool to have she is definitely a resource if you are looking to to for love make sure you're ready for it though please make sure yeah. you're ready for it don't waste your time don't waste your money make sure you're ready for it because it's important to you know shed whatever that you have previously when you go into something new so just make sure that you are prepared for it you're ready wholeheartedly ready for it i mean so i can tell you i ain't ready for nothing not one thing <laughs> I ain't ready for nothing. I'm going to sit over what? here and, and soak. I'm just going to soak. At least no, we can be honest about it. So that's what's really important. You're being transparent and you're being honest. Yeah, look, listen, I, I, I'm, I have to be honest, not just with, with you, but with myself. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, exactly. it, you got to be honest about everything. Got to. But again, family, we I, we greatly appreciate her coming on tonight. Appreciate her, appreciate her sharing her story. And just being able to share, because listen, sharing is not, it's not easy. A lot of people don't, yeah. a lot of people don't, don't want to share. Some people are really afraid to do that. So the fact that you came on with us tonight and you shared your story, you should talk to us about your, your, your husband and your relationship too. I mean, I think that was, I think that was really important. Sometimes you get matchmakers who are not in relationships. They just, oh, this is what they do. But I think life experiences, particularly everyday life experience, assist mm -hmm. you in your business. You know, this yeah. issue with, with matchmaking. So greatly appreciate that. Anything you want to say to the family before we let you go? I just want to say thank you guys so much for having me. It has been an honor. I really appreciate it. I have truly enjoyed myself. So again, just keep being transformed by renewing your mind. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Definitely. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Well, family. That's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we are still in the COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please wear your mask. Wash your hands, practice social distancing, even though you might be vaccinated or you, know, you might not be vaccinated with the booster or whatever. Just be cautious out there and make sure that you're thinking about others when you're going out. Because, yeah. family, you never know when you might not see that person again, particularly during these times. So tell your friends, tell your family that you love them and always, always 
be open to learning more. One, thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We out. Peace. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now remember, family, we are still in a COVID-19 pandemic, so please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Go Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on!